Okay, I'm gonna talk at the beginning. Hi, it's me, Jake. <laughs> oh, sorry. Man, that wasn't such a great beginning. Hey, it's Jake. Welcome to episode, it's episode 208 of the podcast, which is my podcast, which is this, you're listening to it. You're listening to it, but I don't know if you've listened to all 208. Oh, well, it's 207. This is the 208th, so you can't have listened to 208. Well, you could have, because there's some bonus. Anyway, I don't want to... I don't want to go too deep into counting because I'm not the kind of uh, picky type, you know, ADD person who needs to count everything. But there's really, in truth, there's more than 208 episodes at this point, even though this is episode 208. Hey, welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, you know, if you'd like to come and see me, that's getting ready to happen. I'm going to be, next week, I'm going to be in, let me just turn, oh, that's some nice music, isn't it? Next week, I'm going to be in uh, Cleveland. Hilarity's Comedy Club, uh, the week of the teens in uh, June 2017, and the week after that, I'll be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so go see me there at the Improv, and after that, I'm doing a gig in New Hampshire at a farm, and I'm also doing a gig in Manchester by the Sea, you may have heard of that from the movie that was out, I'm not going to be killing my children or anyone's children, but it should be a good time. But it should be a good time. <laughs> Unlike the movie, it yeah. will be a good time. Unlike the movie, it'll be a good yeah. time. So check jakefist.com for links, and you can find out more about those things if you did, live in those places. Did you make your poster for Manchester by the Sea yet? Because I, I think you could make a good one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I could just... <laughs> just the most depressing just, comedy show ever. Just, just put, put your face right, right on Casey the movie Affleck. poster. Is yeah. it Casey? Yeah, and I think he's just standing sad. Yeah, sad and, standing. Well, I could do this... Uh, hey... Nigel Lawrence is here. <laughs> hey guys, He's, I'm here too. Yeah, it's me and Nigel. It's my. We're doing hundreds of episodes. Perennial. We're doing a lot of episodes because we're back, episodes. back in the neighborhood. You know the thing that's nice about you mentioning that is people know how far back they can go. If this is your first episode. You're in luck. You, you can got go a lot all of the way back. Yeah, you, can you can go, go all, all the way back. back. Yeah. All the way back to the very. You can listen to these in reverse, and you know what? You're not going to miss anything. It's it's not like a you know. It's if not you like, listen to them in reverse, they kind of get worse as you go back. <laughs> Which might be hard to believe. I don't know. Way to sell this, baby. But if you start at the first one, you might give up before you get here. So my advice would be just I go, say, back. Yeah, go back and reverse. Just go like, back and cherry pick. Yeah, this isn't like a, a crime drama where if you miss, you know, you've got to do it in order. Well, there are a you couple can... people, like Miss Pat has been on twice, but the first one I think you want to listen to before you listen to the second one of her. Oh, really? You have some carryovers? Well, just, yeah, uh, a couple of them. I feel like some of our things carry over, but it's really not that yeah. critical. <laughs> it a, hasn't like, been. Whoa, 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 I'm lost in the plot here. Yeah, there really isn't a plot. <laughs> no. No. It's, it's, speaking of ADD... We just go from one thing to another. So you can randomly yeah. listen to any episode and plug into any time. If it's Nigel and I. Well, yeah. so I think that's not true. You want to start at the beginning of the episode and listen through because sometimes we're referring back to things that have already happened. That's true. And so in that sense, maybe you don't need to hear last week's episode. Are we doing that? Because sometimes yeah. I feel like these are new things that haven't happened. Well, are you not. saying they've already happened? I'm, I'm losing s- my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about you. I'm not doing anything on purpose, are you? No. Okay. No. Uh, are we supposed to be doing something on purpose? Well, yes, I think we are. I think that's yeah, the probably. secret to a lot of people's success is they set goals and then do things on purpose to achieve those goals. I mean, this isn't that kind of a podcast. 
This isn't that kind of a podcast that's going to help you get your do, shit together. Is there a whiteboard I should be reading before we do the podcast? You know, this is, <laughs> that's a good point. I don't have a whiteboard. I have a bulletin board, but I put things yeah. on the bulletin board so long ago, and now it's full. I can't put anything else on the bulletin board. Yeah. I mistaken. I got it because I thought I was going to use it to organize things and put things up there so I could get a kind of little quick snapshot of what I was up to at any given moment, long term and short term. But it it's sort of filled up quickly with mementos and charging cables for various electronic things. I, I did the same thing. And mine just became, yeah, just an endless. But mine has layers to it mm-hmm. as well. Like I'll be like, oh, that's a good news article. I'm going to post that up there. Tear that out, stick that on there. I'm going to go back to that later. What are you going to go back and do when you go back to the Well, news that's art. the thing is like you read it and you go, I, you know, you want to write a, a joke or something about it, about and this. you go, I'll put that up there so I don't lose it. But then you put a bill over top of it that you need to mm-hmm. not forget to pay. And then pretty soon, you know, two months later, you go, oh, there's that story, but it doesn't matter anymore. You haven't paid your bills, you're bankrupt. <laughs> no, no, that's why you put the bill. doesn't matter if I write a new joke about but, this. Yeah, you go, oh, I was going to write a joke about that, but it's two months old now. Nobody cares anymore. Well, this brings me to one of my favorite subjects, which is tidying up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think sometimes, I think I might be at a point where I just have to declare bankruptcy on that bulletin board, just take everything off of it and throw it away. Yeah. But I know there's some things on there that I really like. like I, but I did put, I put a news clipping, I clipped a thing out of the newspaper that was about this singer who was in her 70s making a comeback, singing locally in bars in L.A. And I pinned it up there like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out when she's doing a gig because I want to go see her. Uh-huh. But it was now so long ago that I'm not even sure if she's alive anymore. Oh, man. Sad. That's I know, bittersweet. Bittersweet. <laughs> this bulletin board thing. If you find her obituary, you could pin it up next to her schedule. Well, and also scratch it off my to-do list. Like, yeah. I don't need to go see her anymore because yeah. that's not possible. But you can make a nice little tribute on your bulletin board. Yeah. These are the shows I didn't go to, and here's your obituary. Here's things. Things that I meant to do before I died, I actually didn't take into account that I, the people that I want to go see, they have to keep living also. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer when you miss those, like whether it's a band or something like that, that you miss that opportunity that like, oh, I'm never going to get to see that guy now. Right. With That's somebody. why if you live anywhere near Manchester by the sea, you should be figuring out how to go to that gig. I don't think yeah. that one is on the website yet. But if you live in Manchester by the sea, then you probably know my friend um, Paul Barkley and his <laughs> restaurant, which is the banquet room of which I'm going to be performing. It's, sound, it's way better than it sounds right now. It's a chance for us to be an intimate, an intimate gathering at the upstairs banquet room at my friend Paul's restaurant. It's a nice restaurant, if you believe me. I know you're listening from around the world, and you're thinking, this sounds like terrible. Jake's on the skids. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't have any goals. His bulletin board is <laughs> full bull- of dead people. He doesn't even have a whiteboard. He's <laughs> yeah. got a bulletin board I know, that's expired. A bulletin board. Look, who's got a bulletin board, Grandpa? Get a whiteboard. So anyway, I've, I've been thinking maybe I just need a whiteboard. Maybe I need to get maybe, – maybe we need to go to Home Depot, and I can get a whole – do they make tiles? Like where you can do a whole oh, wall yeah. and I've whiteboard? Because I know that they make – did you know they make, made paint? You can yeah, paint I was just and it turns that. into a blackboard. I've seen like that. Like you can do your wall as a chalkboard. I've seen that in some people's houses, like in their kitchen, and they'll paint a chunk of the wall that's chalkboard, and then you can just write, mm-hmm. you know, the notes to your family. I want a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Get more milk, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. I want a divorce. Just angry threats. <laughs> Fuck you and your piano lesson. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wrote that when I was drunk. I, I'll take you to your piano lesson. You know, that chalkboard in hindsight was a real bad idea. Yeah, I didn't. We shouldn't have put it clo- that close to the beer. Yeah, so it was right next, right in between the beer and the door. Which uh, right when I'm leaving, I write a lot of angry things on my. Way yeah, out. so so I don't. Uh, so we did. We painted some things with chalkboard, but that's. I don't think I'm going to paint a wall with chalkboard in my office. Maybe I don't, your it's car. Already, what, what, hmm? Maybe do your car in chalkboard paint. Was that's that, a great that idea. Paint? And then you just write. What and you then think. have a box of chalk on top, so that when yeah. Pete, when you come back to your car, it's always a little bit different. However, you're feeling. You write your own bumper sticker. Well, other people are going to write their feelings on your cars. Well, but you can write your feelings like when you get into your car and you're driving, or when you're stuck on the freeway, you can get out and write a new feeling. Yeah, not today. I'm in kind of a bad mood. (laughs) Easy with the horn, jackass. (laughs) Easy with the horn. I didn't have breakfast. It's my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. You See, that's son of a, a call back to yeah, a podcast. You got to watch these in order. I'm sorry. You got to go back and watch the birthday um, one now. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. Well, there's probably no such thing as whiteboard paint or or dry erase board paint. I don't. Well, I think you probably. But I can. I, there's some craft guy that could show you how to do it, but I feel like it's going to be really difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and probably Better to just not, get, a big, just get well. a big board and screw yeah, it just, to the wall. You just right? go to Staples and they've got them. For mm-hmm. like twenty bucks, and you just do that. Well, you don't need to spend. If I had a dry erase board, what I would write on it is "Go get a dry erase board." Number one, right now. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> do you ever do that? Sometimes, like I'll actually write something I've done just so I can strike it off. Oh, like, you sure. Have your, you have your to-do list for the day, and then yeah. you do something that you didn't have on the list. Right. I'll write it down and then scratch it poop. off. Poop. Yeah. I write Did poop that. on there. Done. Shower. Did it. Did it. Yeah. <laughs> You look at your to-do list for the day, you're like, man, I really didn't do I'm nailing it. I washed off. Things. I'm dressed. Yeah. I'm marking that off. Yeah, marking that off. Get dressed. Tie shoes. Yeah. Tie left shoe. <laughs> put, tie right put shoe. Put glasses on. Check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm knocking it out. We're taking care of business. Um, so yeah. we went down to Hermosa Beach on Saturday night to we the did. Comedy Magic Club. Did some comedy sets. Talk, went on stage and talked to talk to people. Talked to people. We had a nice time. That was also the day of the. Now, uh, it's another terrorist thing. Yeah. You can't. I, there was a terrorist attack in London where they drove a van into some people and then stabbed people on the street. And then Trump immediately took that as an opportunity to say, "This is why we need a um, travel ban on yeah. people coming into the country." Which it looks like they're going to pass a thing where, from certain countries, you can't have a laptop or iPad or anything oh, in the... Yeah, right. So if you're... Well, first of all, is I, I, I honestly didn't even... This is, so here's to, again, somebody talking about something he doesn't know anything about. Oh, I barely know what I'm talking about, Nige. Well, I didn't... Because I, I saw the story, and we were going down to Hermosa to do that show, and I had sort of a busy day, and I didn't even really... I had you didn't sort of, see about I the didn't London... See it. Didn't, I didn't really didn't go into it. Attack. I heard a mention of it, and I just went, I can't even... Well, the thing is, right he, Trump, Trump wants to ban people traveling to America who might be terrorists, which I think oh, is yeah, great. I, I think that's a great idea. But he's also, but it also affects. But like the people me. who did the attack <laughs> were people who were British citizens, you know. So, so the, yeah. the, the so concern, are... if, if he's trying to prevent something happening here, similar to what happened there, the thing is, you got to worry about people who are already here, who are possibly even American citizens, who are getting radicalized. Which I'm right. not getting radicalized. I'm not, I don't have time to get radicalized. I'm too either. lazy to be radicalized. Yeah, it's like, look, how many meetings are we going to have about this? Right. I don't. Think I so. can't even get. I, I'd love. I'd love it if we had healthcare. But Wait, I, and, you're I, tell, and you're telling me it's going to get physical? I don't think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm out. I'm not. I'm not a. 
I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to get right. I don't even want to handle flyers, to be honest with you. I don't, don't want to. Well, that's I'm a little bit. Group, I mean, I'm not, not, group I'm not trying to equate guy. terrorism to handing out flyers, but no. I think it's not pleasant to have someone handing you a flyer. But I mean, if you join that extremist group, they do all kinds of. You know what I mean? I, I feel like they have meetings and. Do, I get these phone calls, and now look. We're not talking about terrorism now. Now we're just talking about personal nonsense. Groups, we're yeah. switching gears, so please don't. If you're going to get upset about, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm against this. Terrorism is terrible against and violence it. against human beings. I just don't think we should be doing violence against each other because it only leads to more violence because somebody does violence and then you want to do violence to get back at them for the violence that they did. But here's what's going on this morning. I get a phone call. I get these phone calls. I I don't know what I did to get on the list of, hi, Mr. Johansson, you know, we're going to be in your neighborhood doing estimates if you need any home improvement, you know, and, and usually it's a nice person who it's either a nice person who's calling to set up an appointment for someone else sometimes it's the actual guy who's a handyman carpenter right and sometimes it's they're trying to sell me solar panels and for the longest time i've been saying excuse me i'm sorry i don't know how i got on this list but this is my cell phone please take me off of the list and sometimes now they hang up as soon as you say that and so you know that they're not taking you off the list so my new thing now is to try and see how long of a polite conversation I can have with them. So this woman is telling me all about, she says, we're gonna, do, did you know about this program? And I said, no. And then she starts telling me about this paint. They can paint your house with this paint. It's thicker than the regular paint, so it's going to pro- provide an insulation layer, and it's going to be great for your heating and electric bills. And you know, do you need a new furnace or air conditioning? And I'm like, I don't really have air conditioning. We don't need it. We're this close to the show. She goes on and on and on. And then finally I say, look, to be honest, at one point, um, I would say, I don't know how I got on this list, please take me off, but I don't feel like these calls are stopping, so now my new strategy is to talk as long as I can and waste as much of your time <laughs> yeah. to, to give you an incentive to take me off the list. And she says, I understand that, Mr. Johansson. Now, do you think you would be interested in the air conditioning <laughs> or the paint? <laughs> she, she, another list. She of... did not, it didn't phase her at all. It was like she didn't even hear me. And so she talked for the longest time. And then finally I said to her, well, look, my, um, my heating bills are, you know, between my gas bill is between $15 and $40 a month. So I don't really have an incentive to put in a new furnace. Yeah. And then she said, oh, I understand. Do you live in a place that, that, where the climate is kind of temperate? And I go, well, look, your people are going to be in my area, you said, to give me an estimate. You don't even <laughs> you know, know where I live. live. Like, are you saying that these people are lying, Jake? I'm saying... Do you think maybe they might not be telling the I'm truth I'm saying to that you? they're working That's in shocking. some kind of a boiler room basement that may not even be in California, and they're trying to sell me solar panels and insulation and some science fiction paint that they're going to put on my house? Yeah. It's... I, I can't... My friend's dad used to do that because he was retired and mm-hmm. would just didn't like people calling, so he would keep them talking for as long as he could. Like he would just talk, you know, he talked to them for an hour. This is I had a conversation with I had this conversation with this woman while I was working out. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for her she's to say, like, "Look, you seem like you're out of breath. Like, I got to make this sale because this guy's going to have a heart attack. He's going to be dead if I don't close this." Sound like you're out of breath? Yeah, I'm doing push-ups while you're talking. <laughs> I'm having sex with my wife. <laughs> It's, it's so hot in here. Do you have any air conditioning products? <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. The world we're... The world we're, anyway, so I'm not equating that to terrorism, but I'm just saying people are calling me up and hassling me all the time. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. 
Well, so that's, on the, on that's the as reverse close to get radicalized. Yeah. I could be radicalized to not bomb anybody, but if I could get them to take, I can't be. I'm not even radicalized enough to go online <laughs> to figure out to how to do the do not call list. list. Have you ever tried the do not call list? Yeah. How does that work? Oh yeah, I do. I have that, but I, I feel you have to renew it every. It expires after a certain amount of time. What do you mean it expired? Oh, we forgot that you don't want to be called every six well, months. We think that you might be want to be called because I, I think it's something to do with your number because people's numbers change over. Right, so mm-hmm. so like if if you cancel your phone and somebody else gets that number, then I've it, had the same it, phone number since 1990, which tells you something yeah. about my career. Because you would think how many how many radio stations and guys who picked me up at the airport have got my phone number? It hasn't turned out. It's, Nobody kept, nobody's calling. I'm me. a nice person. People are nice to me, except a lot of people want to sell me solar panels. I yeah. don't want solar panels, and when I do want solar panels. I'm not going to just answer the phone and buy them from the first. Well, the other thing is, is does it? When does it work? When does a guy like? When do those dots actually connect? That the guy because solar panels are a pretty specific. It item. works. They're an expensive item. They're very specific. It's sort of like what are the odds that you call up that guy? He goes, "Are you kidding? I got a guy here Today? right now. He's looking. What's your price? Yeah, let's do this. It works. I mean, it must work enough that the. Uh, you can make enough profit selling solar panels that way that you can pay a team of people to randomly call people and see if they want solar panels. That's, that's how much profit there must be in there. That's my guess. guess Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, unless, unless at some point they just, it's like every other trick on the internet at some point just switches over to porn where they're just like, <laughs> hey, are you, are you interested in solar panels? How about nonstop tits? <laughs> yeah, they're like, wait, what, how did no, they No, I don't want any solar panels. Can you just email the link to what your What about porn? girls going crazy? Yes, that's what I want. Tits. That's what I want. Just okay. email me the link to your porn. Then you're going to like our magazines. What? They're magazines? magazines? Yeah, we're sending a guy over right now. <laughs> Who gets porn magazines? Well, that's the other thing. It's like some of those guys come to your door. Like I've had door to door porn magazine salesmen. No, not porn guys. The house guy. I'm kicking back to the. Okay, I got lost. Do you ever have guys come to the door and go, "Hey, do you want siding or want this?" And then I invite them in and say, "Let's take a look at my whiteboard." I don't know what I want (laughs) until I take a look at my whiteboard every morning, and I go, "It's a little confusing." Could you take a look? Do you see anything up there? And the guys going, "You have purchased whiteboard on your whiteboard." Yeah, I got yeah, I know. So I, I forgot to write that off. I told you it's a little outdated. I'm a little behind. That's why I'm saying I could have written. I could. What is it that you're selling this again? Is, Aluminum is, siding. Yeah. I could have written that up here, and I forgot yeah. it's on there. So let's take a look together. When we do the aluminum siding, do you guys have porno magazines as well that you sell or bring? Like, you're going to be doing the installation, right? So what do I do while you're installing the solar panels? I'd like to at least get a little bit of uh, sex, <laughs> solo sex action in while you're putting in the solar panels, <laughs> if that's possible. But that's one thing I cannot believe door-to-door. That just seems like... Ooh. Wait, door-to-door? What are we the talking about The door-to-door salesman, the guys that still come door-to-door. I they haven't still, encountered that. Who's no. selling? What are they selling you? They, what are they still to do you? it in. I uh, well, religion. The Did religious you make people up? still come around. Are you lying right now? No, no, because it happened. Um, I was at my sister's house. Well, this was in Canada. So, and these guys. In Canada, came. it's still 1958. In That's Canada, true. Isn't it? Yeah, we were in a remote part. They of were. Canada. <laughs> they were trying to sell Buicks. It was no, really don't. weird. Now look, there are sponsorship opportunities <laughs> all the time. What if I'm going to get an email now? Like, hey, that Buick deal we were trying to put through. Yeah. Are you sure cars are the future? No, they have still have. They still sell Buicks. Buicks are still out there. Oh no, I know, but I'm just saying. Like a, I'm talking like a mm-hmm. '72 Buick, <laughs> like they're selling. 
I don't know. Is that door to door car salesman. Door to door That's not a thing. <laughs> we brought the lot to you. Do you want any of these cars? You got eighty. You got twenty guys driving got, around trying got, to sell cars. You got eighty-five cars on my street. My neighbors are going to be furious. There's We're no trying parking. to compete with the internet, sir. You can go on the internet and buy anything you want all the time. You, why don't you just come out here and take a look? We here come into this van. That's an Amazon Prime. We've got the Amazon Prime van in front of your house. Just come in and take a look at some things that a lot of people like all the time. I saw it today. Yesterday, I was driving my daughter home from. Uh, her swim lesson. Something went wrong at the swim lesson because the pool. There was that sounds <laughs> terrible. That's the that's not the call you want to get. No, hey, I was look, at the, went wrong. no, I was at the swim lesson. But oh, okay. all at once they had to have everybody out of the pool because they tested it and there was not enough chlorine in the pool. That was oh. that was. Hey, the, why aren't the kids' eyes burning? Get them out of the pool. Get them out of the pool. Hey, the water's not poison enough. Nobody's got red itchy eyes. But I guess the, the panic was that maybe there's some bacteria in the pool. The chlorine just dipped below, however. So we, they had to cancel this. Anyway, we're driving home. And they had closed the smoke shop. There, there's a place called the Tinderbox in Santa Monica. And maybe it's moved, but I doubt it. But it was one of those places where you can go in and buy pipe tobacco and cigars and uh-huh. lighters so and cigarettes. the kids went there and had a cigarette instead? No, it's a deluxe. It was, it's more of an old guy. You know, That's where your grandpa has to go on Saturday that you right. go with him. Um, but it's closed, I guess, because everybody buys all their smoke supplies online now. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a head shop. It wasn't a, a yeah, just paraphernalia like shop. It was an old school smoking pipes and yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Although it's at the same now. time, shut. Like it's out, they're out of business. That was the that was the kind of the the last of the Nietzsche neighborhood because it's like. That's the thing that you really do need to... It's harder to do on the internet because you go into the pipe place. You need to be able to sniff things and touch cigars and but go... But maybe those guys get the same thing. Do you think like a lot of those cigar guys, it's like, look, I get a box of these every... Like, that's what I go with. Well, they're always trying to get you to subscribe. They're always trying to get you. Try when you different. go to the place that used to sell cigars, they're always trying to say, look, here's what you do is you, you sample these ones, you get the ones that you like, and then you come here every week and pick your box up. I think I found out how you got on that calling list. <laughs> <laughs> I'll subscribe to anything, Nigel. I don't smoke cigars, but I like where you're going with this. I, I feel like I don't get as much spam anymore, so I, and I don't feel scared to, you know, those websites where you go, like, if you want to get my newsletter and find out my, I'm subscribing to a guy right now who's teaching me how to convert vans into uh, campers because, uh, well, because I've got a problem. That's, okay. that's how I spend a lot of my nighttime time is, is researching, uh, Camp van conversion. When you first said that, I thought you said a guy was teaching you how to convert pants into campers. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, then, well. and then I misread that into like pants into capris, and I was like, I think it's an easy conversion. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> what all you do pants, is you clip them off at the bottom. Let me just tell you this, listeners: all <laughs> pants are campers. You can go to sleep in yeah. any pants you own right now. I want to start a website though that tells people how to change pants into capris, and that's just my thing. It's just the same video every day. Is it, a, is it an easy your... conversion? You just cut off the pants mid-calf? Yeah, you just cut off like a few Do you put an elastic right? thing, or what do you put in the bottom I of it? I haven't made the website yet. I don't yeah. know. Let's get to your whiteboard. We'll bullet point some ideas. Oh, Jesus, yeah. I, I got was the first thing some, for the whiteboard. I was looking at some Capri workout pants the other day <laughs> online on Amazon. If the Amazon truck pulled up, that's what would be my first question right now. This is what I'd like on the Amazon truck right now. I would say, do you have any, I'm looking for some low profile shoe inserts. I'd like, I'm going to start wearing these little desert boots I have that I have on right now. I'd like to start wearing them without socks. So I need some shoe inserts. And also, do you have any Capri workout pants? 
Your ankles get too hot when you're working out? I just or your like knees to, get cold? I like, to exp- yeah, I like to keep my knees warm, <laughs> but my calves are usually really hot. My, my calves don't get cold. It's, my, not that, it's not that they're hot. It's that they don't get cold. It's just that they're dripping sweat. Yeah. When <laughs> so I'm packing like for a trip, I, I like to be able to m- take the minimum amount of stuff. And so why mm-hmm. am I taking the bottom, pa- bottom of my pants? You I don't, don't need that. It. You don't, don't need, need it. it. If you've got good circulation, you don't need those If pants. you're traveling, except in the dead of winter, you only need three-quarters of your pants. Two-thirds, yeah. probably. Exactly. And are you what? You're bringing socks with you, right? Pull them up. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. You're done. <laughs> you're you saving some, luggage space. I need some shorts and some tall socks. <laughs> two pair of each. And oh. I can go around the world. Before I commit to ordering these socks from, from your phone call subscription, how long are the socks? Are they knee-high socks? Because they got to go mid-calf. I, yeah, oh, I like to go right up I to mean, just below the knee. I got, yeah. I've got some compression socks. I bought some compression socks on Amazon Prime. You're like an old-school gangster. That's how the gangster guys used to do it. No, they used to do it. That's, we're still doing still it that do. way. Do they still do it? Yeah, we're With still doing socks. it that way. Me yeah. and my gang. Yeah. You're in my gang, Nigel. You those, should know this. Those, I was talking to a guy who was like a gangster guy, and he had the white pull-up socks, mm-hmm. and, but he was like an older guy. He was probably like, you know, 50, 60. Gang. That's an OG. So he was like, OG. yeah. He was I, think like what, a, I think what you're trying to say is OG. Really? Okay. OG. OG. And he was telling me the reason why they did that, or he did that, is because he's like, that's where I got all my t- tattoos. Like, you got your tattoos on your, and you pull your socks up so your mom wouldn't see. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, kind of <laughs> tough, like, like yeah. kind of a tough gangster thing. But then also, like, you're still afraid of your mom. Gangsters, yeah, that's the thing. That's I know the, these tattoos. That's the hardcore truth about being a human me. being. Everybody has got a mom, and they're all scared of yeah. the mom a <laughs> yeah. little bit. And I don't Everybody. know if it was true or if he was just kind of screwing no, with me because I'm like a white guy in a button-down shirt, and I'm like, I'll believe whatever you <laughs> tell believe, me. Yeah. Gangsters <laughs> spreading some disinformation. We wear the socks because of, we don't want our mom to see our tattoos. And right now he's sitting around going, yeah, I told this guy one time that, I wear, that the whole thing was because we're hiding tattoos from our moms. And then they laugh. But the laugh. real truth is all these gangsters are wearing fake calves with a secret compartment where they keep their gun. <laughs> yeah. And those things, they, you get the cheap ones and they pop open. So you yeah. need the socks to keep the secret compartment shut. Yeah, the socks holds all your bullets. <laughs> all the ammo's in your socks. All, all of our bullets are in our socks. <laughs> the truth about gangsters from guys who aren't really gangsters. Yeah, from guys who wear capri pants. <laughs> capri pant gangsters. Capri pants really took off in Europe. They didn't take up for men. It didn't really take off here like that for guys. Yeah, I don't know what climate. Is I don't know why they. For, well, you can't I, I really feel call like them capri right pants. Climate. Well, are the men's version capri pants, or is that just the women that have? No, capri they still. Pants? I feel like if you both the same. Yeah, you could search for capri pants. This could be like one of those whore. You have to put in things. capri pants for men. If words? you just put in capri pants, it's all going to be ladies' pants. But there are capri yeah. pants for men. I just threw it back to our last podcast. How'd you do that? With the like the whore gigolo thing. Oh yeah. If there's different terms. You gotta listen to episode two hundred and seven. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like it's like maybe a climate thing where, or is it an activity thing where that works? Because they used to call them clam diggers, right? Or something? Wasn't mm. that a thing? Because you'd wear them because you were in the shallow I, water. I really wanna I really wanna search for men's clam digger pants. Clam now. digger pants. Let's pause for a second. <laughs> All right. We're back. 
Um, well, that was silly. That was a yeah. waste of time. The two idiots have figured out that clam <laughs> we diggers don't want and, clam. The and clam diggers and capri pants are, are the pretty same. much the same thing. They're the same. Yeah. They're close enough for government work. Yeah. I like a tighter fit, though. I don't, I don't want those loose bell-bottom, <laughs> bell-bottomy, you know. I mean, I hear you because you want people to be like, damn, those are some sexy <laughs> clam diggers <laughs> you like, got on. I'd like Whoa. to see that guy's clams. Um, <laughs> you can. Look how tight they are. <laughs> Those clam diggers really showing a lot of clam. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I don't think I'm going to be ordering any clam diggers anytime soon. But I did see some nice Puma workouts. Puma is it Puma or Puma? Puma. I think it's Puma. Okay. But I I've been wrong about stuff most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, today it's been a tough day today. <laughs> we don't know. What we're Get, doing. If we had a whiteboard, we could write Puma or Puma, and then if people would come in and then could, read it and go, "What the hell does that mean?" We could keep track. We could bullet point all our stupid things and then look them up later. Yeah. Well, clearly that's the problem is we didn't come into this with a plan. No, no, we didn't. We just came into it with with some rough. Knowledge of what may or may not have transpired. Have you ever gone? Cl- have you ever gone clam digging? Never have. I'm not a seafood guy. Have you mm. done it? Have you gone? No, never gone clam digging. It doesn't uh, seem to interest me that much. Clams also don't. Mussels and clam things like that don't interest me at all. I've tried. I tried mm-hmm. them a couple times. They're more the. I'm a texture guy. That texture is pretty snotty. Oh, I like a steamed mussel. I like some steamed mussels in a buttery, buttery garlic broth. Well, that's. I sort of feel like with a lot of seafood. With some fries. With mm-hmm. a lot of seafood, it's it's more about butter and uh, batter. Those seem to well, be really popular look. things with seafood, and so it's. I'm a huge fan of batter. I realize I don't really like calamari, but I do love batter and the sauce. A lot of uh, seafood. I don't I think like you can sauces. separate those. I, I. But yeah, batter. Look, butter, butter is the batter, secret ingredient of everything. Pretty delicious. If you are eating something and it's not as great as you want it to be. Put, Put some, some butter on it. Yeah, rub some, <laughs> rub some butter on it. Pour some butter on it. Melt a little butter and pour it on there. Or spear a, spear a mouthful and then dunk it in some butter and see if that doesn't make you happier. <laughs> I think it will. <laughs> Giving people some good advice today. Yeah. But this is, hey, <laughs> hey, if there's look. anything you don't like, just cover it in butter. Just you cover know? it. You get your clam diggers yeah. on and you get a bucket of hot butter. You can go anywhere you want in this <laughs> world, really. You a little bit tired of your husband? Maybe cover him in some butter, see what happens. Yeah, cover him. <laughs> Slather that guy up with some butter. That Tell goes me both he's ways. Not... That goes both ways, ladies. Yeah. If you're not happy with either or men or partner, let's not partner, limit this whoever. to. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have to be. be. I don't it want this can... to be a sexist thing. Yeah, it can be whatever. Just the person you're with. Mm-hmm. Throw some butter on them. Throw some butter you're on them. You're probably going to be 20% happier with that person. Yeah. I think it's better than whipped cream, really. Oh yeah, I think so. But I'm more of a I'm more of a savory than a sweet guy yeah. when it comes to a snack that I want to eat. <laughs> so, I go for savory so, over sweet. So listeners, the next time you see Jake, butter. If after the show, if you say, "Do you want to go get some cheesecake, or would you like to have some French fries?" I'm French fries. Yeah. all the time, all the time, every and, day. And you know, if you show up at a show covered in butter, your odds are better. Than if you show up at Jake's show covered in whipped cream. Well, let me just put this caveat in there. Most places, if you're covered in butter, they're not going to let you in. It might be tougher to get Because you're going to make a mess. So if there's a way you can cover yourself in butter during the show, 
and then meet Jake afterwards to buy a t-shirt. Will you just open up your jacket and it's all sticks of butter in there? <laughs> Bag of butter. As you're walking in, like you, you put butter on under your what clothes. What you like, do is, when you leave the house for the evening, you put a stick of butter in a nice Ziploc bag and get that right next yeah. to your skin. So by the end of the show, it's, it's, it's kind of melted. Yeah. Or maybe you kind of get a stick of butter. You do like a soap on a rope thing. Like you, you mm. put a string through there, hang it around your neck. You get into the show, it starts melting. You know, these are silly fantasy joke things, and if anybody actually did come up to me after the show with the melted bag of butter that they'd had next to their stomach, my first instinct, well, I would probably have forgotten that I said this, and then the second thing would be horror, probably horror would be the first, like, what the hell are you talking about? Then they would go, oh, you talked about it in the podcast, and I'd be like, oh, right, but that was... Yeah, sometimes people don't realize how many conversations you have. Like when you're a comedian, you're going around doing all these shows and you're talking to a bunch of people and doing different podcasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like this whole butter thing might be a lot more significant to a listener than it is. I'm going to have forgotten it. Like you won't remember. Before you whip out the bag of melted butter that you've had in the folds of your warm skin during the show, you might want to give me a little bit of a trip down memory lane (laughs) so that I know what the hell is going on. Because if you just show me a bag of melted butter, if you pull it out of your shirt after the show, I'm going to be, it's it's not going to be My first thought would be like, man, this guy has some serious dietary restrictions that you're bringing your own, like whatever that is to the show. What, what's happening with you? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's like butter can be expensive. It's like people who bring a little flask when they go out for a night of drinking. They've got, they're getting drinks and then they're also drinking out of the flask. Which I used to kind of, I get it, I get it, drinks are expensive. But uh, also, you can't be in that big of a hurry to get drunk. You're going to get, if you're out for a few hours in a bar, you don't need extra drinks that you're bringing with you to drink. That's how I feel. No. Thoughts? Flask is a cool thing, though. Is it? Yeah, I think they're neat. I mean, there was a time I, I sort of feel like where flasks were really common. Like my grandfather had a couple of them. Like in, oh, in I, his, got for his, fl- I got a couple time, of flasks. I got a couple of I think it was a pretty common thing that you would go and you would have a flask at a at a social event or whatever. I think it was a pretty well. Let me tell you something. I don't know if you go any. We don't have any kids, but you go to a lot of these school functions and pageants and a flask. You'd be a hero. Well, right that's what class. I mean. Like, I sort of feel like there was a time where that was sort of the social norm. Like you would have a cigarette. Like he had cigarette mm-hmm. cases, like a you know right, you case offer that you would a cigarette. cigarette and you'd have mm-hmm. a flask. Like it was sort of a social. But now I feel like if you bring a flask, more people are like, that guy's a raging alcoholic. Yeah, like, people like, judge what you. A people judge you. Yeah, that's the thing that happens. It's a different thing mm-hmm. now. And so we're, let's talk about something we don't know about, or maybe you don't know this. Was it a prohibition thing? Is that yes, or was it a that's yes. why people that's had why, it? And that's it was, why I think what it. Flasks Where really became became popular in the United States. We had pro- but then also prohibition. In the UK, there was there was never prohibition there, and it was a popular thing. They were just cheap. Well, I'll tell you something <laughs> about the UK and Australia when I was down there, and uh, and New Zealand. It's like if you order here in America, they free pour. If you go to a bar and you get a yeah. whiskey and club soda or a bourbon oh, and water. They turn the bottle up and count to three or five or whatever it is, and you get way more than exactly an ounce. But in the UK and Australia, the bars are set up to, the bottles have this little measurer thing on it. So you just get exactly, if you get a whiskey and Coke, they just give you one ounce or barely one ounce of liquor. Yeah. And so when you get a drink over there, if you're used to having drinks over here, it's feel, it tastes like there's no booze in it. And yeah. so you, that's, and, and, and they're quite expensive. Whereas here, 
it's it's a kind of, if you're looking to get more more drunky drunk, then you want to get a mixed drink. Well, I Canada think. has the same thing. I really noticed that down here. Like Canada has its regulated, so it's like the it has an electronic clicker thing, almost like a fountain right. drink. Like when they put the coke in it, so you just get one ounce, and it's probably a short pour. Yeah, you know because it's a company. So that's it. I think that's why so that's really why isn't. it's more of a beer culture in the UK because you you getting a definite that's your 16 ounces of beer and yeah. that's got that much booze in it for the money it's a better deal yeah. than getting a mixed drink not that <laughs> it's, this is what alcoholics talk about well it's just a different like i really noticed that coming down here because you would get you know a, a mixed drink in canada mm -hmm. and it was sort of like oh whatever that's what but then you come here and you have one and it's like oh yeah wow kapow wow kapow. I, didn't, I didn't need like you think, I think this guy just, my first, I was like, this guy made a mistake or they really like me. I here. know. That's the thing. These guys think I'm the greatest. Like, I got a special, guys, you're not going to believe what this bartender just did. And they're like, no, if, that's everybody. Look, that. yeah. If you want, if you want healthcare, yeah. go to Canada. But if you want a nice, strong drink, yeah. come to America. If you want to forget about not having healthcare, mm -hmm. come to America. Come to America. <laughs> so if you're traveling outside the United States, get a flask because... You're gonna need you're it. You're gonna need it. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna need it because you gotta fortify your. You, you gotta fortify your drinks. You bring a flask with you and you just order a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're getting the most bang for your buck. Yeah. It's gonna That's work. a great idea. And you yeah. pay. You're patronizing the bar. And then just hope that America lets you back in. Like uh, <laughs> good luck. Just be. Just you're not sure allowed you... to bring your. Like this is. We're a little bit worried now. I'm a little bit we. Nobody else but me is worried, and I can't even say that I'm super worried. But we're going to Iceland, which is not a banned country, but we're no. going to be in Iceland in July. We're leaving here on the Fourth of July. We're going to go to the Fourth of July parade, and we're going to Iceland. And uh, if you can't bring your, if if they change, if they say like no flights coming into the United States, can you have laptops or iPads in the passenger compartment? Then you got to check your computer. Oh. And then it's going to get stolen or broken. Oh my God! Yeah. So I mean, I want you need yeah. a nice you need a nice flask, but you can't bring a flask. You can't fill up your flask with whiskey and then take it onto the plane. That's not. Gonna no, go. I was talking to a guy one time that did that. He was getting on the plane and he had a fl like I think he'd forgotten that he had his flask. Mm -hmm. He had been somewhere and had this flask, and it was good. He had like really good scotch in it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they were like, "You have to dump that out." And he was like, "Well, no." He's like, "So he, like, he went." He's like, "I'm going to drink it because I'm not I'm not just dumping this." Mm -hmm. So he had enough time and like went and back to the lounge, glugged drank, down, glugged, glugged down, down like got five on, ounces got of whiskey, on the, got on the plane and passed out. Yeah, that's a good. There's a frequent flyer tip for you. Yeah, <laughs> bring yourself about five ounces of whiskey and chug it right well, before you go that, through security. I, I had that happen to me with a water bottle. Like I, I carry a water bottle when mm -hmm. I fly, yes, because I fill it up and just just because a lot of times on the flight you don't get. Anyways, I, you got to stay hydrated, ladies and gentlemen. You got to stay hydrated. As soon as you get your whiteboard right at the top, right just write hydrate, hydrate, water bottle, hydrate, drink it. It could yeah. be three points. It could you, be one. You might as well write that in permanent marker because you're never yeah. gonna write. You're never no, gonna. No, you're you never gonna. Yeah. But I had a big, like it's a big one, like a liter, and it was you know three quarters full or whatever, and so and it was a mess at the airport, and I had forgot I had it stuffed in yeah. my carry on. I got there and they're like, you have to dump that out, and, and you got to like, get out of the line, and you have yeah. to go, and the, they're like, you can't dump it here. You have to go back out there and dump it, and I was like, you gotta be. What are my other choices? Or you can chug it. Or like, and the guy next to me goes, chug it, and I was like. Oh, yeah. 
good idea. So I just stood there like, and I was, and they were like, I was like, why? And they're like, could be flammable liquids. I'm like, yep, hundred, yeah. This is this is my strategy, guys. Trained my body to hold this. Pure yeah, I'm gonna drink a, I'm gonna drink a quart of gas. <laughs> get on the plane and light my farts. It's gonna. This plane's going wherever the fuck I say it's going. You think you're in charge? <laughs> I'm in charge. Yeah, well, just wait. Yeah. So that's what I wound up doing. I just chugged it in the line and then went through. And it was just, it's, you know, we've sort of hit that point of like, I get that it's a rule, but mm-hmm. also, God, do we all have to be this stupid? But you can't really argue that because you're too busy taking your shoes off while you're chugging your water to get on the plane. Congratulations, everybody. We're doing it. We've officially become total morons. Well, I don't know. We're, we're keeping America safe. That's what yeah. we're really doing. Right? I guess. That's but then you've got to come back in. You've got to worry, be worried about coming back in now. Well, you guys I'm an go American there, citizen. so You are. Is your get, wife? Yes. American we're all American citizens. Oh, you all are. Now. Okay. Oh, then you're fine. Yeah. We you're can come okay. back in. Because you never know. If you're Canadian or something, they can hold you up. Yeah, well, I, I think we're going to be able to get get in fine. Yeah, you'll be okay. I feel like you'll be all right. Yeah. But you hear all these terrible stories. Uh, just to have to spend a night at airport jail. Oh, I mean, it's all, like, think about how bad it is already. When you're flying, like, going through and all the stuff you have to go through. But that's and to then us. It, what we're talking about, the travel, the Muslim travel ban or whatever. Right. These are people who are refugees who are leaving another country. No, they no, probably but... spent the night in some... I mean, to spend the night at airport jail, as long as they get in at the end of it, yeah. it's terrible. I'm not... I, we shouldn't... Well, no, but I'm saying even if you're just a normal... Like, you read these stories about people that are American citizens, but they are mm. Muslim or their skin tone is beige-ish, brown-ish, and they go, okay, we, we want to look at you closer... So you're going through all that stuff anyways, and then you got to go sit in a room for how many hours mm-hmm. and go through all that other stuff. Oh, it would just be such a... Blech. First, you drink your water bottle. That's why you got to travel you fill it back up, And then you fill it back up. <laughs> now you know, now you got to have one. you got to yeah. have a flask so you can entertain yourself while you're in the interrogation room. <laughs> you got to have water so you can stay hydrated. And then you need an empty bottle so when you, when you finally... The hydration cycle is complete... You can. You got a pee bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Everybody's just you just start traveling with a mini bar. You got to travel with a pee bottle. A pee bottle and a mini bar, and then you just and maybe that's maybe that's how you get yourself out of that room. You start making nice cocktails for everybody, and they go, "Well, this guy's fine." Traveling, they're watching through the two way mirror, and you're, <laughs> you're peeing in the jug. <laughs> What's he doing in there? <laughs> Where did he get ice from? <laughs> I think he's making margaritas. I don't know what's happening. Is he peeing in a bottle? Yeah. Mm. I mean, it looks like we should get in there. It looks pretty fun. <laughs> He's getting drunk. This is the kind bottle. of guy we want in America. This is the kind of guy we want on our side. He's a, he's a real thinker. Look at the ingenuity. Here. It's illegal to drink be- uh, alcoholic beverages that you brought on the plane. You have to purchase it all from the flight attendant. That's yeah, that's a rule. That's a thing. That's I America. I, I mean, this is what we don't have health care, but we made it illegal <laughs> to drink outside alcohol on the plane. I mean, I get why we need it. I, I don't feel like it should apply to you or yeah. I because we know how to drink our own outside alcohol responsibly on the plane. But I get why it could be a problem. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, if you've ever been on a flight to like, you know, Cancun or like a party, Des- Vegas or mm-hmm. something, and people are already really out of their... They've started 
celebrating. Preload. Yeah, they, they started the celebrating the night before their mm-hmm. flight, and they haven't stopped celebrating the fact mm-hmm. that they're going on this trip. So, yeah, I can see how it would be a problem. Mm-hmm. Being like, what? Let's talk about physical fitness, Nigel, because... <laughs> <laughs> Because all this, I feel all like this talk all this about alcohol is making me so thirsty. I, I feel like so often uh, this show, this podcast, can kind of de- veer into uh, some kind of debauchery. So let's talk about taking care of yourself and physical fitness right now. You were telling me you were at a little bit of a crossroads in terms of your workout because uh, you're a little bored by all of the things that you've been doing in the past. Yeah. Kettlebell. You've given up on the kettlebell. kettlebell. I know. I like them. I, it, they work. It's a good, it's a good quick. The thing I like about it is the fast. I don't like to spend a lot of time. Do you ever just do a workout where you just do 100 swings? No. God, yeah. no. To you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've done a hundred swing workout. <laughs> do you ever just do a workout where you do a thousand push-ups? I feel like we're not telling the truth about our workouts. I've yet. done a hundred swings before. Really? Not, not, I'll do like five sets of five or three oh, sets of yeah, 33 okay. or something like okay. that. But not a hundred all in a row. My, yeah, back, my back gets a little Yeah, sore. I was like, then you're just going right to the surgeon to be like, what did you do to your back? Yeah, I did a, did a, I did I did a, a thousand, thousand swings. swings. I like that we go up a factor <laughs> yeah. of ten. Like, I can't just tell them I, I did a hundred swings. Yeah, and then the doctor's like, a thousand? And you go, well, maybe a hundred. We get a lot of guys in here who hurt themselves doing a thousand, <laughs> but you hurt yourself doing a hundred, huh? Mm, okay. Kind mm, of a pussy. <laughs> my, my doctor? Trust me, my doctor. Uh, Do you ever yeah. go on Amazon.com and search for one thing and then wind up down a rabbit hole where you, where you were finding... I went on there, and I, was, yeah. I can't remember what I was looking for, but I found a thing that was, it was like a bag that you fill up with rocks or sand that, that it was like a kettlebell. It had a handle on it. It was like a bag. <laughs> My like first thought was like, this is a strange weapon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can hit, just swing Look, it Look, anything it. full of rocks could be yeah. a weapon. I'm ready for the apocalypse. I got my sack of rocks. Yeah. You get swinging this. You can't bring your laptop on this plane, but what is that, a bag of rocks? Come on, come on yeah. in. Come on in. <laughs> you gotta, what could you do with a bag of rocks? Wait till I get this baby slammed. You'll see. <laughs> My new special, what could you do with a bag of rocks? But anyway, it was like a kettlebell. It was a bag. New album, Rock Swinger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a little lost. I don't yeah. know. What, I can't remember what we were talking about. Work it out. Is this, is this a workout thing? The bag of rocks? Yeah, it's a bag of rocks, but it's like a travel kettlebell so that you just bring the bag with you on the plane and And then then you you fill fill it up with with rocks or whatever sand when you get to the place. (laughs) You've got to call the concierge and go, you've got a bunch of rocks. Could you bring some rocks up to my room, please? (laughs) You know, like maybe 15 pounds worth of rocks? (laughs) 15. (laughs) I'm a wimp Then the guy's immediately like... Do we need to go Homeland Security? He wants 15 pounds of rocks in his room. Well, you're, down, you're just down at the landscaping around the pool, putting rocks in a bag. Yeah. Like, sir, you can't take those rocks. Yeah. Or, you know, he just go down to the breakfast thing and maybe you get a whole bunch of those muffins. It's a lot of muffins. I hope the bag it's is a lot big. Of, to get to get 15, to get to 15 pounds 15 of muffins, pounds. that's a lot of muffins. Maybe maybe you're better with, like, melon. So you're not, that's that not going to be allowed. That's not going to fly at most of the free breakfast buffets at the hotels that I've been no. at. No. No, when you're just filling it with hard-boiled eggs. 
like, uh, that guy took a whole bag of hard-boiled eggs out listen, of Listen, let me just come out and say this right so America and all, all the ships at sea can tell. I do like a nice hard-boiled egg, but yeah, you got to be careful about the source of your eggs. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, I like the... I, we eat the organic or farm, farm-to-table, whatever, eggs. You mean pickled no, eggs? like when you, go to the, when you go to the airport lounge and they've got, oh, oh, you can have eggs. a banana or they got a bunch of hard-boiled eggs. Like yeah, those are those are, do- those are some dodgy eggs. It's like eggs. potato salad. Yeah. Anything with like mayonnaise or eggs, or you got to be a little bit careful. You got to keep an eye on it. Because you never know if that guy, the guy drove it to the airport in the trunk of his car and it was, he was on the egg tarmac salad. for too long. Egg salad is a thing that you don't really, I like a nice egg, egg salad sandwich, but I, I, I never make egg salad at home. I, I don't think I do. I mean, I said that I like that, but I don't think I would eat it. I would never, like if you went to a, I, there's very few restaurants where you can order, could I have the egg salads? No, you don't ever, like to me, that's on the, that, that's, if I was on the whiteboard, it's, it's the permanently crossed off sandwich that you just never <laughs> the big list of Like do like, not eat on like the, the right, eat the side. right side of the whiteboard is yeah. do not. Things don't put in your mouth. Don't it's eat right at the top. Egg Do salad not. sandwich. Nope. Yeah. Still there. And they, because one of the places, I remember being at a gas station one time. And <laughs> Eating at a gas station. No gas station egg salad. Like, have you ever seen that in gas stations? They'll yeah. have the like yep. ham and cheese, egg mm-hmm. salad, whatever. They have those crappy sandwiches. And this guy <laughs> took the egg salad sandwich off the shelf and put it in the microwave and started heating it up. And I was like, well, you're <laughs> dead in like yeah. the next 20. Like you're going to get in your car. Get a few miles down the road and then just hit the dead. Yeah. yeah. You want to ask him right there, where'd you go to college? Yeah. You just put that egg salad sandwich. You, yeah. This is a well, gas station. Yeah, you're right. I should have intervened and been like, look, man, it's, it's going to be okay. You don't need to do this. You know? <laughs> yeah. People care about you. Let me... I, let's, why do you want to talk? I'll talk. I'll listen. Take the egg salad sandwich <laughs> out of the microwave. Get out of the microwave. Put it back in the case. Yeah, and let's take a look at the other choices. Yeah, throw it in the garbage and just tell me what you're going You to might do. as well get a bag of jerky and some Cheetos <laughs> if you're looking at that microwaving in the egg salad sandwich. You I might think. as well just get something out of the garbage can outside <laughs> and eat that. Like, just go, how long, is this, how long has this been in the hot sun next to the gas fumes? I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I'm taking my chances. I'm, going I'm rolling for the it. dice on this garbage can uh, leftover. This garbage can leftover. I'm not even sure what it is. Might be a McNugget. I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, you got to be careful what you eat. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, speaking of which, you ready to go have some lunch? Yeah. This is good. <laughs> Let's go eat up some egg salad sandwiches. <laughs> Been a great podcast. <laughs> good times. Jake. You know, it's just a chance for you, the listener, to take a little break from whatever's going on on the news. You got to stop watching the news. I think. Yeah, I only I'm... take it. I go on Twitter or or the you know BBC News app or or USA Today app, whatever you like. Not to, not, I'm not. I'm American. I'm an American, but I can only I only go until I just can't stand it. If I can't stand it, if I if I start to get too outraged, I gotta yeah. I turn well, it also, off. it's upsetting. I mean, it's like depressing. There's never, like that, I saw the London thing yesterday or heard about it and I was like, I, I can't even get into because I'm already not feeling great mm-hmm. to look at that and, and go down that hole of, I mean, you feel awful for everyone involved and you just hope it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. But you just can't, yeah, you can't do, you can't do the news all the time. It's too, because there's never, you never look at the news and are just surprised by how great it is. You know, like you never go Times Square 
explosion and you're like, oh my God, you know, but it's like puppies exploded. There's just thousands of puppies roaming around Times Square and they're oh. playing and dancing and kissing everyone. Oh, that's everyone. nice, that's and nice. And it's amazing. No, I thought you were gonna make a dead puppy thing. But no, yeah, no, 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 like I you never read the story and you go, oh my God, there's puppies, look at these pictures, there's puppies everywhere and people are just dancing and playing. And then they're like, these puppies don't have homes, but Richard Branson has decided to take them to his island, and he's dedicated an island to Puppy Island, where they're oh, going. Puppy they're island. all going to be raised there, and he's feeding them, and we're going to have a live camera that display. You can a live feed that goes to Puppy Island whenever oh you want to look at it. That's where like, we're taking our next vacation, Puppy Island. <laughs> like it's not a. You never see that news story. Like when you see the story, you think, oh god. It's Puppy Island or yeah. Puppy something, and it never is. It's now it's time for the dark over. side of Puppy Island. Once these puppies <laughs> are not puppies, once they become dogs, then it's Dog Salad Island. Oh, these puppies, they're permanent puppies. They're genetically it's, modified to be puppies it's, it's for their whole gen, lives. It's a miracle. It's, it's like amazing. ponies. You know, yeah. ponies are... They just stay They're ponies. old ponies. They just stay ponies just forever. Stay ponies. Yeah. Puppy Island. Oh, my yeah. God. I can't wait to go to Puppy Island. Oh, man. So the beach is amazing. Powdered sand and just... Puppies. Tiny kisses. <laughs> There's dog shit everywhere. Uh, These dogs, they're, because they're, they, their shit is almost inssignificant. Yeah, it's not it's even so, that bad. It's barely there. Yeah. Oh, whoa. It's time it for the phone to ring. It wouldn't be a podcast without the phone ringing. Oh, my God. Let's check the smoke detectors. Okay, everybody. Don't give up. There'll be time to give up later. I'll see Guys, you. heat up your egg salad sandwich, and let's go to Puppy Island. I'll see you on Puppy Island. High five. Yeah. All right. <laughs>